am Tsepo Pule, a husband of one and father of two. For years, my identity had been tied to what I do for a living until the year 2020 when everything fell apart. Hashtag COVID-19. Almost five years ago, I became a father for the first time and I thought I was ready. Looking down at my son's chubby cheeks, my heart filled with pure joy and trepidation, seeing my exhausted wife on the bed after a water birth, I vowed to be the best father ever. It turns out, I wasn't entirely ready to be the best father ever. I had not prepared accordingly for the different stages in my life, career, marriage, and parenting. I have since lost my job and therefore have chosen to be fully focused on what's important to me. I'm doing right by my vow and I'm hoping to foster a community of fathers that share similar values. Welcome to the Timers Playbook, a podcast series on fatherhood, proudly produced by 1730 Media. Our guest today is Sarah Grunewald, mother to a four-year-old, married, learn to swim instructor and coach. So Sarah, after school, you qualified in sports massage and uh, aromatherapy. Yes. You've completed uh, swimming South Africa's Learn to Swim course. Basically, you're qualified to teach my kids, myself and my grandmother. That's correct. You've worked and trained from Johannesburg to Jacksonville, Florida in the United States. Yes. You are what we will call an expert. I think so. Welcome to the Timers Playbook. Thank you. First question. So I did a quick search on the internet regarding the Midmar Mile. Okay. <laughs> and in 2020, I don't think they had it last year, right? No. Because of COVID. So in yeah. 2020, uh, the men's uh, category, the winning time was just over 18 minutes. And yeah. I think women's just over 19. You say you did yours at 10 years old in 30 minutes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Before you tell me how you achieved that, just give us a perspective of what the Midmar Mile is and how big of an event it is on, on the swimming calendar. Okay, so it's a massive event. It's a for qualifying for SA Nationals, which is open water swim in Jeffreys Bay. Um, it's hectic when you're 10 years old. It's really scary. Um, I remember at the start, my sister saying I burst into tears. And my sister said to me, Sarah, go to sink or swim. And I ended up in the dam and I just swam my heart out. I had people pulling me under because that's what happens in open water. It's quite hectic um, and you just got to push through and get to the other side. So it's an open water event? Yes. Like you guys just, like what kind of open water? Like is this a dam? Yes, swimming in a massive dam. You can't see the bottom, there's squishy mud in between your toes Yeah. and you just have to swim. Wow. But I love it. I love open water. That's hectic. I remember in school, um, and I, I used to hear about it a lot, like a lot of guys would be going to Midmar, and it was a very cool thing if you could get it done. Yes. You know, so now that my kids are studying swimming early, hopefully it's something they'll be able to do. Yeah. Yeah, so that's actually what we do as well with the swim school. Um, before sending the kids to competitive swimming and galas, we make it a family day out where we go out to Cradle Moon, and we do all the open water swims there. And that's how we introduce the competitive swimming to our kids. Yeah. So the parents are able to swim with the kids. We have a lunch afterwards and it's just a chill day out. Okay. So you're clearly passionate about swimming, right? Yeah, as, a, as a participant. Yes. But you got into teaching and coaching by chance. Yes. And eventually that led you to start your own swim school. Yeah. Just give us a breakdown of, of, of that chance and how eventually got to Sarah's swim school. So, yeah, after school, like you said, I went into massage um, and then I had a client 
that um, her daughter needed hectic stroke correction. Um, she was not interested in swimming at all, but um, it was one of those moms that was like, you will, you need to swim for your school. So I went and I helped her and um, I got her to actually be quite a good breaststroke swimmer. Um, and then her husband didn't know how to swim. So I went and taught him how to swim and he absolutely enjoyed it and it just felt so rewarding that I was actually able to teach two people to swim properly. Mm. So at that time were you still um, competing or you had stopped? No, so I only competed at school. Okay. Um, had I known about the competitive swimming here in Joburg, I think I would have, because I'm originally from Natal. Okay. So I used to compete down there, but when I moved to Joburg, I didn't really get into it. Um, so, yeah. Cool. And then what, what led to you starting your own swim school? And how does one start a swim school? So I worked at many swim schools. Um, for me, I saw it as the swim school's been a money-making, you know, it was money-making drive behind it. Um, and it was to see how many kids could get in one class, get them out as soon as possible. And, you know, there wasn't focus on stroke correction. There wasn't focus on the safety of, um, you know, the kids. Um, it frustrated me because I'm a perfectionist and I want to see results. So when I went and I spent time on doing stroke and that, I would get moaned at because I wasn't getting through what I needed to get through. But yet then I was producing good swimmers. Yeah. And even with the little kiddies, you got to be patient with them. Like you can't have a hectic swimming teacher screaming and shouting at you because, and that was just frustrating me. The environment that I worked in wasn't nice. Um, so I decided to resign and then that's when I ended up in the States. And then I decided to come back. I actually got offered a job in the States. I was going um, to work in Texas. Um, but then my sister had a little baby. So I ended up being the au pair for her little one. Okay. Um, love children. So then my sister and I actually decided to open a swim school. Um, it was really hard uh, the first few years. And then you know, we did well, and then lockdown came. Mm. But how do you how do you do it? Like, how what's what's the protocol? Like regulation? Like how does like how does it work? So you need to put a whole constitution in place, especially if you want to be part of Swimming South Africa. Okay. Um, which is you know, there's a whole process of going through Swim South Africa. Um, yeah, it's it's quite also frustrating because it takes a really long time to get, obviously, your centre accredited. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's, yeah. it, it, it was difficult, but I mean... And I just, like, from what I saw over working at all the other uh, different swim schools and that, um, it was just... I wanted it to be different to the other swim schools. Yeah. So I wanted it, um, like I said, perfectionist. So I wanted it neat and tidy and clean bathrooms and just really, yeah. you know, nice. <laughs> when you were younger, how did your father support you in whatever you did? So he was always there for us. Um, he 
you know, worked really hard to get us where we are. I mean, if it wasn't for him, um, we wouldn't be where we are now. Um, yeah, he was always there. He was at sports galas, you know, just supporting us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is great, right? So all you can do is just be there. Yes. Right. So later on, you'll explain to me, uh, you'll tell me about fathers and how or how they're different to mothers when it comes to this thing. Um, but I just want to quickly touch on CPR and first aid. So okay. that's something that you mentioned when we we're doing the prep for this thing. Yeah. Um, is, is it something that's critical for fathers? I assume so. Um, to get up to date, like learning first aid, for example. Yeah, I would highly recommend it because you never know you know in a situation what's going to happen especially around the pool mm. um i just yeah you know, cpr for me is you need to i mean we have to do it every single year um so if dads you know go and do this course at least they're able to you know if god forbid something happens but they're able to you know resuscitate their child or just be able to get them safe again. Yeah. Uh, first aid is also really important because, you know, kids run around the pool. They're crazy yeah. when it comes to pool. They slip. They can bump their heads. They can happen so quickly. Um, even just jumping into a pool, if they jump too close to the wall and if the parents know how to do first aid, then... Mm. You know, they're able to help their child until they can get them to the hospital. Um, yeah. We have had quite a, well, not at my swim school, but I've seen quite a few accidents where kids have been taken, have to be taken to hospital. Um, also, I, I was actually teaching an adult and her shoulder popped out. So I had to strap her shoulder out, call an ambulance and go yeah. with her to the hospital. Wow. Um, while try, swimming? Yeah, while swimming. Sure. She was she was doing um, freestyle. Okay. And the next minute her arm was just limp. Swimming is hectic like that. And she, yeah, and she just and especially if you're an adult and yeah. you're not used to it, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You it it is difficult. So I had to end up sitting at the hospital with her, waiting for one of her friends to come along. Sure. Um, but she wasn't from this country either. <laughs> <laughs> I spent my nights at the hospital. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I, I did mine a while ago, you know, but it was at work. Um, where does one do, like, first aid in any case, just out of curiosity? So we've um, got a lady that actually comes to the swim school. Um, obviously with lockdown and that, we did it online. Mm. Um, and then she came and just assessed all of us. So then we did a little practical each. Yeah. Um she does it for self-train. Um, she's actually moved back to PE now, but we're still able to do it online. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you find someone. Like, yes, that's the yeah. easiest thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just find someone. I mean, there are a lot of first aid uh, people that do massive groups. Okay. Which is great because then it's not, um, you know, it's entertaining. When yeah. you You know, you can joke about it and... Um, when we did the CPR, we had a little song going, and um, it's just the way you remember things. Yeah. So it's it's really important. Awesome. What is water safety, and why should it matter to fathers? Okay, so it refers to the procedures, precautions um, associated 
you know, in, on and around the pool, um, the safety, um, where there's a risk of injury or drowning. The importance of water safety can reduce a child's drowning risk and provide them with the skills that may one day save a life. Yeah. So what kind of things do you do you do you teach? Look, I cuz I assume cuz the kid is there it's part of your um what is it curriculum or offering. Yeah. Yeah. So for me the back float is the most important. Okay. Yeah. I've seen you do that. Yes. Like, what do you, yeah. what is the back float? So they can breathe. Okay. So we teach them to swim with their face and roll over onto their back and mm-hmm. eventually um steer themselves to the wall. Okay. So that for me before I teach any strokes anything you know swimming on their tummy it's the blown bubbles okay because if they don't blow their air out when they eventually learn to come up for breath they can't take air in yeah because they're still holding their breath so you'll find a lot of kids don't blow and um i get a lot of kids from which frustrates me from other swim schools that Mm. come to me that haven't learned to blow bubbles and this is when they're like five six um so it's important for them to swim, blow bubbles with their face and roll over onto their backs. They can have a little rest, scream for mom and dad if they're tired. Yeah. I teach them to do that, shout. Um, and then when they're ready to go, they can roll over again, swim a little bit, roll over onto their back and then k- mm. kick themselves, steer themselves to safety. So the, the, the rolling over to your back, is, you're saying that if you find yourself in trouble, that's the thing that yeah, they, the instinctively they will learn to do. Yeah, okay. and they do it. All right. So they know, like, as soon as I'm in trouble, get onto my back. And, yeah. that's, and that's what I drill into the little ones. Okay. Even the adults. Yeah. I make them swim, roll over, kick to the side. And the blowing of, of bubbles? Yes. W- what is that? Um, so it's to get, obviously, all the air out underwater. So it also helps them when they're older, when they learn the strokes, um, you know, how to hold their breath, how to blow air out. So they, when they do come out for a breath, they're able to take a nice breath in mm. and carry on swimming. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So then talking about that, um, on, on that day we came for um, assessment. Yes. We, I think we went to another school or two more schools, right? Okay. And to assess how they're feeling, you know, because my approach is, especially with the eldest one, he's very expressive about what he likes and doesn't like. From the onset, and then you saw, you see this, <laughs> and he's curious and he's got questions. Yes. So the first school, he was literally shaking. Oh, like as soon as he walked in the door, he was shaking. He didn't want to go in. Okay. He didn't want to speak to the instructor, and he's like that, like he, he, he physically. Yes. He reacts that way. Yeah. But then we came to your school, and immediately then he was at peace. He was very calm, and he wanted to come back. Yeah. So. With little ones especially, like what is your approach and how do you get them comfortable? So my approach is obviously to step down to their level, um, be crazy like them. Um, You know, when they do come for the assessments, I go straight for the kids. I don't talk to the parents, I'll be high, but Mm. my first thing will be, you know, going to the kids saying, how are you, are you ready to swim? I mean, you saw it with the boys. I was very loud and mm. excited about swimming. And, um, you know, I've got toys for them to see. And, yeah, it's just, it must be fun. Yeah. So the, the ideas were to, to calm them down yes. or to just get them assimilated. Like it's a, yeah, it's, just, just get used to play. And especially with the pool that we teach in. I mean, it's a 25-meter mm. pool. 
So that is really overwhelming. So I have to work extra hard yeah. to get them relaxed. Yeah, because TJ said like from the beginning, right? Yeah. Is it a big pool? Um, and that was his thing. Like if it's a big pool, I'm not going in. Yeah. Because I think he, he, I think his cousin like threw him in a pool or something. So he's, oh, he's, after that, he's been nervous. He doesn't want to go in the yeah, water. Yeah, quite understandable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is different to the other one. He's just... Oh, yeah, no. He just went <laughs> in. <laughs> but he's learned now. He's learned. Is he, is, is he getting this? Yes. He's, he's starting to follow instructions. He's following instructions. Yeah. It's amazing how, how much he's turning. He's changing a lot. Yeah. You know, even for us. So for, for, for fathers then, um, because you teach... Um, different age groups. Yes. And there's a father out there listening who can't swim, um, has kids, and they're getting into this thing, or they're not because he's not doing it or the parents yeah. are not doing it. Possibly feels a bit embarrassed. Um, what's your approach right now to someone listening and we're trying to encourage them because we also need to be able to be um, at least be able to swim and get in the water because the kids want us to be there in any yes. case, right? How, how, how would you get them to be comfortable? Um, and how do you approach adults? So, first of all, to the dads out there, it's a safety thing, right? So you should not be getting into the pool if you can't swim. I know a lot of dads do. Um, it can just take one slip underwater, um, and which is not safe if you've got your little kitty with you. Um, so I just say, you know, don't be embarrassed. You know, if you've got little kids, you must learn to swim just from the safety point of thing first um, you know and then the little kitties will love it when their parents are in the water uh, we have a lot of dads um, that come and swim with us and first of all they're very embarrassed and they they're really hard on themselves so I just say to them you know we have fun here relax we're going to have a laugh at each other because if you are hectic with them and strict in that they don't enjoy it hmm. They're kind of like kids in a way. Yeah. You know, you got to treat your... And I explained to the adults, you know, how I would teach the kids. I've got mm. to, you know, you know, you got to pretend to be this. And um, a lot of dads can't struggle to float. Okay. So it's a lot of men. Mm. Um, just because they're, they've, they're heavier than ladies. Okay. Um, you know, the bones Muscle and that. Muscle yeah. Yes, yeah. And this is where I can say, and the dads are going to laugh and agree but um, ladies learn faster <laughs> because of their big bottoms oh, really? and their big tummies that's their floating <laughs> device <laughs> Yo, I think I'm the ladies sorry are the ones I'm that will sorry like... moms <laughs> oh wow so is that a thing really yeah so I do tell the ladies yeah. and I do say it in the class if we've got a mixed class with dads and dads mustn't be embarrassed if they're ladies in the class because mm. we're all learning at different times, yeah. different stages. So I actually love my adults. Um, we have a lot of fun. But yes, ladies, do, don't get upset if you come swimming with your wife and she floats before you. So is the, is the, is the uh, I guess, embarrassment, is, is it because they can't do it? Or I think it's, yeah, it's more that they can't or do it. That you, do you think maybe it's because they figure I should have done this earlier? Yes. So I think it's it's a bit of both. Um, I do think, you know, coming in there maybe at the age of 38 mm. and your child's now swimming, but you're not swimming yeah. or your friends are swimming. 
It is, it is, and it's daunting, it's embarrassing. Like for them, I just feel that they do feel a little bit embarrassed and insecure, especially getting them into the water for the first time. Mm. I mean, you see the fear on their faces and it's just like, I mean, after two lessons, then they're fine. They're comfortable, yeah. So you just need to persevere, get through it. Normally the first lesson is amazing because you've learned a new thing, but then the second lesson you come back and you're like, oh my God, I have to put my face in the water. <laughs> yeah. And then that lesson, a, a lot of people after their second lesson, and I just explained to them that it's, you know, it is going to happen. You're going to come back your second lesson. And obviously I don't say it before, mm. but their second lesson, they're very disappointed and because they just feel that they're not getting anywhere. Okay. And a lot of dads and moms, they just give up. Really? Because they can't do it. So, but uh, we, we encourage a lot and they all come back. Yeah. We've actually got a, a course that we run where um, Craig, my other teacher, my husband, <laughs> um, he runs it. So adults learn to swim in eight lessons. So um, it's an hour a day, Monday to Thursday. And after eight lessons, they're swimming. Yeah. I mean, they're not perfect, but they're water safe. So... I mean, that's amazing. Now, since I'm here, I yes. never learned water safety, right? Yeah. Um, I can swim. I learned to swim in the township, which was which was weird, right? Because after that, I went to, to a private school for okay. high school. And when I got there, I realized I can't swim. Yeah. You know? So for someone like me, like, do, do I need like a refresher thing? Because I don't know what water safety is. I just, I just work on instinct. Can you swim in the deep end? Yeah, yeah, I can swim. I used to play water polo. So I can oh, swim okay. and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm good. No, your water safety. I just want to get really fast now because my, my sons are going to compete with me. Oh, yeah, I know exactly. Especially <laughs> your sons. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to, to be a step behind my kids. Yeah. Um, in everything. Yeah. But particularly physically. You know, so I, I, I try to stay healthy and do all these things. So the swimming thing, I saw your school and I saw this, this adult thing. I'm like, yo, maybe I can actually come through, correct yeah. the strokes, you know, do everything so that when they, they get there, we, we, we're doing it together. Yeah. So that, that, that is our second course as where we start uh, teaching you the strokes. Yeah. So in eight lessons, fathers who are listening now can check out Sarah's swim school. They will learn to swim. They'll learn to swim in eight lessons. So or, we go two weeks. So oh, you done it? Two weeks done. Yeah, done. Monday to Thursday for two weeks. Yeah. And then it's an hour session. And after that, you can swim. That's cool. You're safe. So what we teach them to do as well, jump in, swim, roll over, get to the side, tread water in the deep end, just so they're safe. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's really cool. Awesome, Sarah. So we're going to get to the uh, tools and tricks and habits of the things that you've learned so far. So I'll, I'll, I'll read them for you, just the, the first line, and then you can just expand on that. You said the first thing, never force your child to do something they don't want to do in the pool. So if you do that, the kids are going to hate swimming at home. Yeah. They're going to hate swimming with, the, with you as a parent. Um, I, all I say to moms and dads is just let them have fun at home. Don't do the strokes. Don't do what I'm doing. Don't do the back floating because they'll come back to the next lesson and we will be at square one again. That's really interesting, right? And I, I, I wonder if it's, does it stretch across all sports? Um, like 
at, the, at this formative stage in particular? Um, like how long do you just leave the lessons be before you start to want to interfere and add on things at home? Look, I think with swimming, I think when they super confident, water safe, starting to learn the strokes, then that's fine. Mm. But I mean, and even, yeah, even when they are learning the strokes, don't force it on them at home. Because then they come to swimming and they're not motivated and they're like, oh, I did this, you know, on the weekend at home. I don't want to mm. do it here. So um, that's why I say to all my parents, just let them have fun um, at home. Because if it's not fun at home, then they're not going to enjoy swimming with you. Yeah. And leave the swimming lessons up to me. Perfect. And just sit back and don't interfere. Man. And do not put your child underwater. <laughs> Please. I wonder where we get that from. I don't know why, but dads love doing it. Yeah. The they boy love thing. Just putting their kids underwater. Oh, look how high you can jump. Oh, wow. Fly in the air so and straight under. Thing. No. Unless they are super confident. Yeah. And they can swim. So for like your little two that yeah. are still learning, don't ever do that. Yeah. I think that's 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 what um, got TJ off it in the first place. Because yeah. the, the, the nephew is 17, so he was yes. doing those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Hope father's listening. Yes, me and too. then armbands. Uh, yes. In the, the, when they came, they, 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 they used to always have them whenever they swim or swim. But they were off the first lesson. Yes. Um, no, so for me, I don't teach. I've never taught with armbands on at all. Like, I. I don't like them at swimming lessons because they need to learn to swim on their own. Yeah. And they need to learn that discipline on sitting on the landing station or the step or wherever they are. So they, that's where they become, obviously, at swimming lessons disciplined. Um, armbands for me at home, at a bry, when you're brying and you don't feel like getting in the water stick armbands on them because mm. an accident can happen so quickly you don't even hear it yeah so um, and also just armbands are amazing at home because it lets them explore the water on their own everything's accidental so if they fall under then it's their fault yeah. it's not yours so you also it's it's you know for them to do that and then I mean if so that's why if you if they don't have armbands on and you pull them under it's going to be your fault, right? Mm. But if they have armbands and they slip under the by themselves, you go, well done, my boy, you did it. Yeah. Um, and then they come up and they're like, oh, cool, that's actually quite fun. Yeah. And now while they're still learning to swim. Yes. Um, and they go to a braai or whatever. Yeah. What's what's the procedure then? Do you, do you put armbands on or do you swim with them until such a time that they can? I think if when you don't want to get in the water, stick the armbands on. Yeah. But when you get in the water, take them off. Okay. But it won't mess up what they're learning. Like, they no, won't no, get no, attached no. to No. So armbands actually don't, it doesn't break their buoyancy. Mm. Whereas those little tubes that go around oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then with the tubes, I do not recommend tubes or the floaties, any of those backpacks. Because... <laughs> you just mentioned the two things that we have in this. Armbands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay cool I hear you because otherwise they swim upright and even I can see it when they come for their, their assessment if the kids can swim mm. but they're swimming upright I know they've been in a polyata or a tube or yeah. whereas armbands still allow them to move freely mm. on their tummies I'm mm. also happy with um, noodles 
Yeah. Um, because they can also stay on their tummies, but it's not as safe as armbands. Yeah, it doesn't seem safe. No. So, because sometimes a child doesn't know how to hold a noodle. So, they'll just drop the noodle and mm. that will be them. Disaster. Yeah. Third thing, um, starting to swim. Uh, you mentioned here starting swimming with your little one from six months is a great way to bond with them. Um, is, is it actually, is it swimming, swimming or just the idea of getting into water or showering with them or bath? So teaching them. So I've done everything from six months all the way to adults. Mm. Um, and I've just been assessing over the years what I feel where a child should be Um I just so it's great for bonding. So it's also getting the kids used to the water. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Like I've done the babies. Um, you get them floating in two months because you know they're buoyant, and um, at six months they're not scared. Really? They don't know what the hell's going on. So that's why they're like, "This is we going. We, you know, it's a fun thing with mom and dad." Mm. But every time I found that every time they hit a milestone, so when they turned one, they were like, hang on, I know what's happening here. Okay. So I'm going to scream the place down. And then they didn't want to float. Mm. Then they get to two and then they're worse. So then, then they get over that and then they start swimming a little bit again. This is just my opinion. Yeah. This is just what I've experienced over the years. Um, then they get to two where you know what terrible twos are, tantrums. And also, I just find that um, when parents are in the water with them, they they play more. Mm. So they're not really... For me, it's just a fun thing for moms and dads to have with their kids. Yes, it is getting the kids used to the water, which is amazing. Um, but I just think they learn to swim at three years. At three years. Because okay. they understand, they can take instruction. Even when I moved across to the big pool... Um, I had other little pools and I couldn't take my little kids there because the water was cooler than the, the smaller pools. So I thought, well, let me try the two and a half year olds, but I don't want parents in the water. So they came for their first lesson, they're fine. Um, and there's that big age gap between two and a half and three. So we, we tested it out. Some were fine. Some just screamed the place down. And for me, emotionally, they weren't... They're not oh, ready, ready. Yeah. because they want mom and dad mm. all the time. So I just found um, after lockdown, I was just like, I'm taking them from three and let's see how we go. I experienced this with my own daughter. Yeah. She, we both swimmers, her dad and myself, we both teachers, swimming coaches, instructors. She, scre- she was that child in the class. Oh, really? She was that child that screamed the place down, hated it. Sure. Hated Swimming, eventually I just at home put armbands on her and let her do her thing. And um, when, as soon as she turned three, she was fine, ready to go. Mm. And she learned in about four lessons. Okay. So, I mean, I've had it for, and it's all those little kitties over the years that have come back to haunt me, <laughs> my own child. <laughs> I hear that. No, that's, that's awesome. Man. So three is a, is a good age to, to get your kids swimming. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Bath time. So we've touched on, I think, from, uh, you said, from as, as soon as they get back from hospital, yes. right? So it's just getting them used to water. Just getting them used to the water. Yeah. Um, you said make bath time um, fun, sing songs, etc., etc. Kids really, 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 really love 
songs. Yes, you've they, seen this with yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten myself around to that, but they react so well to singing. Like, because their mom yes. does it, you know, anything from brushing teeth to eating. And yes. It's effective. Yeah, no, definitely. Because it's fun. Yeah. So that's why I just believe they learn through having fun. And that's what my swim school is about, is you have to have fun. Mm. Like, even the older kids, we have to have fun. Um, you know, we've learned to pick up any child that comes in there that's upset and we send the other kids off swimming and we pull them aside and we have a chat to them. Okay. Um, but it is, it's all about fun and having a relaxed environment. Yes, we are strict on them and they need to learn to swim because that's why they're there. But um, if your coaches are, you know, not relaxed and chilled, they're not going to they're not going to enjoy it yeah that's not going to help yeah okay I mean I know I'm very loud on the pool on the side of the pool and that especially with my older kids but they respond to me mm. and they know I'm serious and they know when I'm not serious so and then you get Craig who's just so chilled and mm. they just respond to him like you know it's amazing how they just respond to him so I just think it's it needs to be a relaxed environment yeah no, that's great. Sarah, thank you so much. Uh, that's that's the episode. And thank you for, for what you do. It, it is very important, you know, particularly um, you, you hear of reports of a lot of kids losing their lives yes. around, in and around the pool. You know, and life has changed so much, particularly for, for everybody and people from my culture where now we do have homes, people have access to pools. So it's just part of our lifestyle now. Yeah. And I agree with you. It's very important. It's a skill that kids need to learn. At a very early age, at least by three, they yes. should be starting. Yes. Fantastic. Uh, Sarah Swim School, are you taking on more people? Uh, do you have places open? And where can people find you? So we are based at Craig Hall Primary School. Um, our entrance is on Rutland Avenue. Um, yes, we are taking on more swimmers. We have just got a new instructor that has uh, joined us. Our other instructor will be back from maternity leave in um, May. So we are growing. We are we are hectic. Mm. It, it yeah, is. like now um, it's month end. I, I need to check. I think I, I, there will be a gap for my kids in, in April. Oh and you're gosh. closing in April. Uh, yes. So Holidays. Just, just for, I think, six days. Six days, okay. But um, this year we're going straight through winter. Okay. We're not closing for winter. Yeah. Because we found last year we stayed open about two weeks in July. Because um, normally we close for winter because it's cold. But the turnout last year was amazing. Mm. So we're going to just push through. And and look, the pool's heated. It's indoors. Yeah. Um, only thing is when they get out and they have to get changed outside. But you just get a onesie oh, for them. Drama. The onesie <laughs> or run to the car like yeah. you do. <laughs> But I just, yeah. I do think it's important that they swim through winter. Awesome. No, no, my kids will be there. And just out of curiosity, like how far do parents come? So just for people listening, the school is 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 in Craig Hall, which is um, Johannesburg, northern suburbs. How far do parents come? So we have families coming from four ways. Okay. Yeah. Really? And they come on Saturdays. Yeah. They leave early in the morning. They're there for half past seven in the morning. 
and then they get their swimming over with. But we have quite a few families. Also, I had an inquiry for a family they wanted to come from Vereniging every really? Saturday. Yeah. Wow. I think it's your. I think it's your social media stuff. I think it's very chilled. Like I looked at because I'm. I look at a lot of stuff on social. Yeah. And yours was a lot more um, inviting. Yeah. Like because I don't know swim schools. They seem to be. I don't know how to describe them. Dull. A lot of them. Uh, they seemed a bit um, dated. Yeah. So when I saw yours and you had a video, you know, and you're like you're doing cool stuff that is very relative to here. The pictures, the people were diverse. I was like, okay, cool. I, I, I could go see the school. Yeah, no, I, I do think a lot of some schools, you know, we we want to be, you know, with it at mm. the moment. So like having the online booking system, yes. making it flexible for the parents, mm. allowing them to swim with different instructors. Like, you know, it's, it's just that we, we want it to be professional um, because I've been in that, you know, experience where, it's, you know, where other places weren't that professional. Um, and I don't want the admin. Yeah. Like for me being a swimming teacher and doing admin and doing makeup lessons and doing, you know, trying to organize everything. I, I don't want that. So yeah. the online booking system for me, where you guys can book your own lessons, cancel your own lessons, come at a different time, whenever it suits you, then that's what I want for you guys. <laughs> well, well done for that. But I would, I'd say in, in closing, what, what, what I enjoyed, there was a booking system. Then there was another lady that did the payments. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. This is dope. You know, if I need to cancel, if I need to do whatever, you know, because a lot of things, especially with, with, with entrepreneurs or people that run their own businesses, it has to go through them. Yes. You know, they have to call you. Can they come on Saturday? The T's and C's were quite easy. You cancel, you do this. So, so kudos for that and, and, and well done. Thank you. Social media handles, where can they find you? Check you out. Um, so we are on Facebook and Instagram. Um, yeah, so you can find us there. What's the handle? What is, what is it? Sarah Swim Academy. Sarah Swim Academy. Or is it Sarah? Sarah Swim Academy. Cool. Sarah Swim Academy. Check it out on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you for joining us and thank you for listening and tuning into this podcast. Water safety is important. Ensure that you get your kids in the pool and you get yourself in the pool as well. Please like, share and subscribe. See you next time. Thank you. Shop. Sure.